0: For many 3DX Chat players, the game itself is just one facet of the 3DX Chat community. For them, their social media engagement or Discord presence can eat up just as much of their time, if not more. This is the 3DXChat Text-to-Speech podcast, and today we'll be exploring what's behind the 3DX Chat communities that exist outside of the game. Hello, everyone. Laura TWK here, and welcome to another episode of the TTS Podcast. As per usual, I'm joined by a panel of guests who are here to share some of their thoughts and insights with you. Some of them I know already, some I'm meeting for the first time. I'm sure we're in for another great discussion, though. Before we get going, a quick reminder that this podcast may get explicit as we discuss things revolving around an online sex game. If those sort of adult themes are not suitable for you, this is your first and only chance to hit that stop button. Okay, with that formality out of the way, I can now safely give an update on my masturbation month challenge. For those of you who have been following my updates to see if I can reach my goal of 50 faps for May, I'm now sitting on a grand total of 38, so still just about on target. Don't forget to follow my Twitter at Laura underscore TWK or my blog at lauratwk.co.uk for more masturbation-themed content and updates throughout the remainder of the month. On the subject of updates, if you haven't already, be sure to give the new beta release of the 3.0 game update a go. You can get access via the members area of the 3Dx chat website. Lots of great looking new content, although we're having to wait for the new sex poses, as they are being held back for now. You can find me in that as just plain old laura that's right for this one time only i've dropped my twk brand just so i can say that i am actually the laura for once also i think everyone would like to send some love to mr treat i don't know him myself but i am very aware of the horrible bullying that he has been on the receiving end of and the dreadful consequences of that i really hope he gets well soon today we will be talking about communities and I think we can all agree that bullying has no place in any of those. If you want to be a vile cunt to other people, then kindly fuck off and take your toxicity with you. I feel like I've taken a little bit of stick for my point of view that this is just a game that we shouldn't take too seriously, but that absolutely doesn't mean that I think people should have to just brush off bullying and pretend that it doesn't hurt, because it does. The nuance to what I mean is that those spiteful cunts that are happy to hurt others are the ones that need to take a long look in the mirror and adjust their behavior. They need to realize that no amount of power and influence in this community matters one iota in the grand scheme of things, so why be that sort of person? They get no tangible reward for it. If everyone could just be decent human beings, then none of this bullshit would happen and we could all just get along. If anyone in the community is not capable of such basic human understanding as to how to treat others properly, then please don't give them a platform to continue spreading hate and negativity. Just boycott those fuckers. Okay, rant over, so it's about time that I let this week's guests introduce themselves.
1: Hello everyone, it's the self proclaimed Twitterer, Sexy Jessica here once again. Content creator, model, porn star,
0: and all round naughty girl. Somehow Jess just keeps coming back again and again. Let's be honest though, I couldn't have a discussion involving social media without including the person who introduced the word Twitterer into the 3DX chat vocabulary, could I? Do
1: I need to copyright it at this point?
2: I'd say you should. You could also go with Tweetstress. That one popped into my head just now. Hello. I'm Ryan Frost, founder of Frostverse Clubs, live voice DJ, builder, sugar mag columnist, Discord bot developer, community leader and social advocate.
1: Also, the fact I keep coming back for more.
3: Does that make me a podcast slut? I suppose it would. Well. Ryan and I are virgins, so I think that evens out the playing field.
2: I vote Rhymes as the virgin sacrifice.
3: Aloha, I'm Rhymes, co-founder of Frostverse Clubs, rock DJ and all-around Brett. Please don't throw me in a volcano. Thanks for joining me all. As I was saying to Ryan and Jess just
0: before we came on air, this episode is the one that has been the biggest struggle to book guests for. Possibly it is my own fault because I've not done a good enough job of being able to explain what I wanted to talk about when pitching the episode to community members that I've approached. I think the easiest way to sum it up is communities. And, in particular, communities that exist beyond the boundaries of the game itself. I mean, when I started on 3DxChat all the way back in 2015, the idea of being involved in 3Dx-related communities outside of the game would have horrified me. For me, it was a massive step to even make an account on the 3DX forum, and I think that took me at least a month to muster the courage to do so. I was just so worried about the idea of privacy and keeping my lewd activities secret. But the forum was really the only place that you could find other 3DX players outside of the game back then, and, more importantly, it was the only place to get news and keep up to date with what was going on. Now there are so many places available for people and you can find me in all sorts of those, which is wild when I think about it now. So I suppose my first question is, why? If we spend all that time in-game, why do so many of us then choose to spend even more of our time on the community when we are not even locked in?
1: Yeah, back when I started in 2016, it was mostly the forum. However, Tumblr was just starting to become a more popular place for 3DX members. And if you are asking why the branching out into other social media started. I'd direct the question back to the hostess with the mostess. You were one of the first and most popular on Tumblr back in the day. What made you want to start one? I just wanted to share my pics
0: with random perverts.
1: And I think that is the basic answer. Wanting to share content with a wider audience beyond the forum. And using a different, and possibly better vehicle like a social media platform
0: to do so. The Tumblr community was indeed the first one to really start to appear. Then, we had the porn apocalypse on Tumblr and Twitter suddenly became the place to be. Then along came Discord. There are probably some other platforms that I've not mentioned there as well.
1: Tumblr was very well suited to the 3DX, content creation community back then. It was already a very popular social media platform, among those sharing adult-themed content. Plus, it offered large story-type posts with no character limits and large picture dumps. It was perfect. Cue them shooting themselves in the foot by banning adult content, and we all had to look for somewhere else to go.
2: When I joined 3 dx Chat in 2021, there were many servers in existence and I'd been a Discord user prior, so the transition was natural for me. I'd say one of the biggest draws to external communities would be sharing as Jessica stated, and refining your group's function and unique vibe. Being able to spread information to large groups from one location makes things quick and easy. With Twitter, you can take your talents and build followings adding a sense of depth to a role play or your social experience in general.
3: When I joined in April 2021, I had absolutely zero plans to take anything outside of the game. I felt the pressure of proving that I'm actually female. Which is what brought me to Discord.
2: By the way, I remember that Tumblr banned Jessica. I wasn't part of 3DX Chat back then, but I did have stories and other adult content I produced. Games mostly.
1: It was a stupid business decision, and cost them dearly.
0: The funny thing with the Tumblr community was that it was almost the reverse of what you might expect. Lots of the users who followed the content weren't actually 3DX Chat people at all, they were just random perverts who liked the content. And the stuff they saw on Tumblr was actually a gateway to them discovering the game, rather than them being existing players who were looking for game-related content.
3: Very true. That ban was one of the most stupid decisions they could have made. The ban caused setbacks and didn't make them stand out from their competition.
0: Back then, I had so many people tell me they joined 3DxChat because they saw what we were posting on Tumblr and wanted to try it for themselves. I don't tend to really hear that anymore, a more though the Twitter crowd tends to be a lot more current players connecting with each other.
1: But that brought me and others to Twitter. I think one reason we navigated there was many other adult games were already using it and had a community on there. MNF Club, for example, was a big one.
2: Laura, that made me also consider what it means for the 3 dx chat developers as well. Players taking content outside of the game is a form of free advertising.
0: Oh, absolutely Ryan.
1: Ryan, 3dxchat, has in fact used my content on their own Instagram in the past. One of my first clothing edits, when I made a sexy schoolgirl
0: outfit, if I remember. They also used one of my pics that they grabbed from Tumblr for an advert tweet and it caused uproar on the forum. It was taken in the Angels of Desire club room where someone had used one of the DLL files to embed a speaker in the wall. Some forum members were outraged at what they saw as the hypocrisy of the devs for using content that showed illegal game features.
2: Jess, I love that 3DX chat does that. Player involvement encourages the community to produce and that's good for everyone. I won't lie, I was surprised Twitter allowed it. I had a Twitter at one time, but never used it. I've actually used my 3DX chat Twitter more, which is funny to me.
3: I wish they would do more of it. That's a fun idea. When I started 3DX, I was actually lured over from a pornographic website. For some reason I don't see those on the site anymore. I thought that was brilliant marketing.
2: I remember making my Twitter. Rhymes made me do it after she made one, and I didn't use it for a long time. Then one day I started posting photos I took alongside some advertising and it grew from there. I've been a slacker lately but one of my favorite things to do is scroll the Twitter feed liking photos, videos, and other player-created content.
1: I pretty much only use my 3DX Twitter account now. I mean I've even given the space billionaire money for Twitter Blue on my 3DX Twitter recently.
0: I refused to even be on Twitter until I created my 3DX account. And why would you do that Jess?
1: Yeah I know. Cue the this motherfucker paid for Twitter meme. You're making me want to go look now.
2: I have considered doing that, Jess. You're not alone, but I've been too lazy to do it.
1: But I'll be honest, I am loving Twitter Blue. It's giving me an ability I've not had since those Tumblr days. The ability to write naughty story posts, as Blue gives me a far higher character limit.
3: It is my nighttime ritual. Scrolling through Twitter and seeing what everyone's been up to in game, my favorite is creeping on people's outfits.
1: Not much time looking at Embers then, huh? She's never got any outfits on to look at. Just always nude. I'm always harding those booty cheeks. Hi, Emmy, if you're listening.
2: I write entirely too much. I need blue for that reason alone.
3: So blue gives you more characters. Okay, now I'm interested. I like that actually. Nothing worse than writing a post and your characters turn red.
2: It's challenging to have a proper Twitter argument with 140 character or whatever the limit is at present. And now I'm distracted by the thought of booty cheeks.
3: Bite it enjoy your catwalk post at though Jess. Not enough hearts for that one. Yeah, Blue raises your
1: character limit from 140 to 10,000. Bit of an increase. And thanks Rhymes hun.
2: I have planned on writing some adult stories. That limit would be amazing.
3: God, where's my credit card? Right, Laura. You could write a novel with that many characters.
1: See? That Dodge Man ain't as dumb as he seems, unfortunately.
0: That would be dangerous for me. I can get very wordy when I have no limit. Anyway, I think it's clear that Twitter can help build audiences for creators or clubs, and helps them network with others for collabs and stuff like that. But does it just build one big community? Is that where something like Discord comes in for building more niche or specific communities for people to dive into?
3: I feel like Twitter builds its own community. I'm always excited when I run into other players I follow on Twitter. Whether it's Harlan and Felicia with their 3DX couture, Brianna with her club hopping, and even Sherry and Chaotic Craig with their inspirational food for thought.
0: On that note, and I don't think I'm alone in this, I find it funny how many Twitter friends you can end up with people you follow and exchange comments with, but you've never actually met in-game.
2: I would say for magazine, podcast, and other media-type groups, it can grow larger communities as the topics can reach greater audiences. Speaking from a club perspective, that more often creates many smaller communities more tailored to specific event types. The trouble with Discord is that channels can create a cumbersome experience for users. Make navigation challenging, so things branch out and become focused to make consumption simpler.
1: Twitter is a useful vehicle for someone like me who creates 3DX content and wants to share it with a wide audience, both from 3DX and not. Where Discord comes in is to create those micro-communities of players, like a club. Hear information on the club's activities such as openings in 3DX or content and media things, Virtual Sugar's SugarMag for example. Can be disseminated among the discord server
2: i agree with both of you twitter is an amazing and easy to navigate platform for content creators and those with messages to share
3: it's hard on discord to follow so many servers and stay on top of things with twitter you catch the bulk with a scroll from your fingertips so in terms of the
0: Frostverse discord server i only joined that fairly recently but it seems to be thriving and one of the most active servers i've poked my head into How did that all come about?
3: Was it just a tool
0: to promote in-game activities and it grew from there?
3: When Ryan launched the Frostverse server, it was to bring more elements from real life to the community. Ryan had 3DX server experience having helped chronicle in the Rocknout server, and if people asked for a specific channel, Ryan would make it for them. We've had some weird requests in the year and a half it's been up. You don't want CR Archive channels.
2: Yes, when we built the Frostverse server, many of our active and rambunctious friends set the tone. Since day one it's always been about creating an environment in which people felt welcome and a relaxed atmosphere that encouraged involvement. From there, it's grown into a place to watch movies, share games, post content, and build lasting relationships. Another thing we've been big on is listening to our members. When someone comes up with an idea, or even a silly channel, we often create them. It gives our community a sense of ownership over its evolution. Our mission has always been to prioritize fun as often as possible.
0: Yeah, to be honest, I was pretty surprised by how diverse the range of channels in there is. You guys cover a lot of different things.
2: It's challenging to do, Laura. As I mentioned before, channels can get out of hand quickly. For that reason, we've also isolated some content to an opt-in mechanic. So, if people don't care about video games or watching movies, they don't take the role and it's not in their way. We try to reach interests without overloading the user view.
3: Funny story, Ryan and I met in a Discord server. Bonded over yogurt in food porn. Next month makes two years I believe.
2: Yes, and from their rhymes would send me random photos of her shopping cart to ensure she was never without yogurt.
1: Congratulations to you both. Yogurt in food porn. There's got to be some sort of lewd comment from Jess to go with that. You can see me covered in white stuff in a lot of my Twitter posts. No yogurt though.
0: Sounds yummy Jess.
2: Laura, if you scroll up on the food porn channel, it does get weird. I won't lie.
0: I might just do that when we go off air.
2: I believe I've liked a few of those photos you mentioned Jess.
0: I know I have. Back to Frostverse, if I may. How challenging is it to keep things under control in such a large server? Are the mods kept busy? Or have you just managed to build a well-mannered population who behave themselves? Because let's face it, if the
3: 3DX community loves one thing, it is drama. I'd say most of our community views our server as home. We're a family.
2: To be honest, we have had a few intense moments and it's always a challenge to unravel social disputes in communities. For one, most times you're not involved until the flame is above the trees, so to speak. We are fortunate to have an amazing staff that is diligent in watching after the community. For many of our members it's treated as their home and that shows. Our server is known for having no tolerance for dragging drama into our channels, so most respect that. Yes, sometimes our topics get heated, but most keep things respectful and when they aren't, we chat with them to redirect the energy. As of late, the topic of bullying has spread across the 3DX community like wildfire. It's even more challenging than ever to maintain discussions as people share and relive their past and current experiences. All we can do is be understanding of how difficult that is.
3: Everyone knows to come to the Edmonds or Ryan directly to squash any kind of drama. That being said, we do keep Ryan busy with all of that.
0: I think one of my concerns about Discord servers that are centered around specific groups is that there is always a danger that they can easily become echo chambers that can lead to drama between different communities and groups. Probably more so than drama between fellow members of a single server. It feels like many of the servers can become very tribal towards one another. Is that something you've ever experienced? In particular, I'm thinking of some of the recent controversies over bots in dance teams or voting in awards as examples where I've witnessed that in other servers. I think,
1: unfortunately, it's impossible to escape 3DX drama, even outside of 3DX. And that's not just limited to Discord communities. That's on Twitter too. And even on the forums. I remember a fair
0: share of drama on there back in the day too. In my opinion, a lot of the forum drama back in the old days was due to poor moderation. Mostly because the mods were very cliquey and opinionated which meant they would always insert themselves into arguments and take sides with their friends. Often, it just felt like they were abusing their position. It almost became better when they were removed and the place was left unmoderated. So let that be a lesson to all servers out there and how the mods should not behave. But, as to Jess's point, that brings us full circle and back to my original question. Why are people so keen to immerse themselves in these communities if it is inevitable that it will lead back to more drama? Are we all just suckers for pain?
2: I think you hit the nail on the head with that Laura. Frostverse is one community of many, and we aren't the only one that views our Discord as home and our members' family. Many groups promote this outlook and not always for the best of intentions. So, tribal is very much an accurate description at times. I'm not saying this is negative, because there is much to appreciate about it, but I think others should be more respectful of how another group wishes to operate. Of course, so long as that group is abiding by 3DX chats rules and basic decency.
3: I don't feel as if that's really an issue within our server. We do address these issues and others like it in announcements made in the server, but always ask the community members to keep the discussions out of the channels and in PMs or group chats with friends. It's a way of addressing and opening the door to private and personal concerns without dragging any particular group or person publicly. It's a shame that the tribalism gets in the way of what could be
0: fun community initiatives like awards ceremonies. I think until everyone can learn to behave like mature adults, it's best for those sort of things to be kept within groups rather than trying to span the whole community. Sort of like what Solace did with their own internal awards. Just out of interest, have you ever had someone from a rival Discord raid your server and cause mayhem like that OT guy tried to do to the virtual sugar server when he was convinced they were kink-shaming with their end of 2022 awards?
3: That exchange was a sight for sore eyes. It was just a rampage of unhinged ranting. I don't think I've ever laughed so hard at a heated discussion before.
2: I can't say that we've had that within Frostverse. If anyone tried, we wouldn't even entertain the conversation and they would have been ejected immediately. Now, had they come to discuss in a respectful manner, that's different. Even with that incident in Virtual Sugar, I attempted to reason with him and have a civil conversation. But, if someone is just there to cause issues, they get the boot and I move on with my life. It's really that simple.
0: Oh right, I forgot that he started attacking you as well just for trying to give him some much-needed context, instead of trying to take on board what you were saying, it just very quickly turned to name-calling.
3: It was mostly a one-sided heated discussion.
0: Yeah, he just wasn't interested in hearing anything that anyone has to say. Kind of ironic when he was calling people out to talk it through. Really he just wanted to tell people how wrong he thought they were. Although I
1: do encounter drama from time to time in the 3DX Twitter community, I will say it's not too often. I more often encounter the good things that come from that community. The sheer amount of creative talent on display in the pictures and content they create. Working together to make content collabs. I also love meeting people who know me from my Twitter. Followers and fans if you will. I find it quite lovely and humbling to hear from them and how they love what I do. I make sure to send my own praises to other creators when I can too. Also, it makes me feel like some sort of celebrity when they ask if they can have a picture with me.
0: I mean, I don't want to sound all doom and gloom about this drama stuff because there are some fabulous communities out there that really work hard to enhance the game for everyone. It's just a shame that the ones that quietly go about doing really good stuff get overshadowed by some loudmouths who are more interested in being toxic. And I fully agree Jess. I'm not gonna lie, it does feel really nice when other people show some appreciation towards you. As well as all the drama, there can be a lot of love being shared. Like I
3: say, I just wish it didn't get overshadowed as much. I just make naughty pictures in the end. Well now that you've said it, Can I get a picture for my Twitter later, Jess? Honestly, I think I see more drama in Twitter threads than in Discord servers, but that's just me. Of course you can rhymes, hun. Yay.
2: I've been asked for an autograph in the form of a gift before Jess. This was some time ago, and at first I thought they were trolling me. I've since learned to appreciate when people want to take photos with me or otherwise exchange pleasantries. And when I can make someone happy doing those things, I will. I'm humbled and appreciative of all the support I've received.
0: I have to say that i found a lot of the building and sharing Discord servers to be very welcoming and full of lots of great resources. When I was doing some research ahead of the Builders episode last year, I was really impressed with the servers that Torax and Tia had built for those communities. i definitely recommend those. There is the mod server for that sort of stuff too. And for those of us interested in the art or porn side of things, there are plenty of friendly little servers for those as well, although they tend to be pretty quiet. I think there are a few good ones for the BDSM community maybe. Perhaps for the munch events, but I don't have any experience of those so can't really speak about them. I am surprised there aren't more sex-related servers though, or maybe I've just not come across them. I'm not really sure. What we really need is someone to build a directory of Discord servers to help players find what appeals to them.
2: I agree, Laura. We have our own growing builders section that Kate Saint manages, but I've also seen servers entirely dedicated to building like Hot Kitty's Builders Corner. I absolutely love that players take the time to build these resources out and share their knowledge.
0: I've not visited Hot Kitty's server, but I've been told that it is very lively.
2: The only sex server I can recall being a member of was Temptations by Lexia. That server was very well built.
0: Lexia's was fun. Like I say, I'm surprised that the sex ones seem so few and far between. I mean, Virtual Sugar have an orgy club section in theirs too. I expect other groups might have similar channels, but I find it odd that there aren't more dedicated servers out there, especially for ones flavored towards swingers.
3: Looks like Laura wants a swingers channel Ryan. Better go make one. Who
2: would be best to run that channel rhymes? We can make it happen.
3: Before you get
0: too carried away with that one, I'm a voyeur myself, not a swinger. I'm the one sat in the shadows taking pics of the swingers doing lewd things with each other. Anyway, just moving away from Discord, did any of you ever try out 3DXLY whilst that was around?
1: I remember I set up an account, I think.
0: Didn't really do much
3: else on there after that.
2: That sounds familiar, Laura. Rhymes?
3: I actually have not tried 3DXLY. If I'm perfectly honest, I've never heard of it.
2: I know very little about 3DXLY, to be honest. I know some friends had partnerships with them, and I've seen their logo on advertisements. Now I'm kicking myself because I meant to look into it before this show.
0: So basically, it was a social media platform created by 3DX Chat players specifically for 3DX Chat. I think it was modelled very heavily on Facebook in terms of the way that was laid out.
1: Is it still actually functional? Or has it vanished into the ether now?
0: I believe the data centre where the server was housed burned down and they didn't have any backups of the code so it was all lost. Or something like that. I apologise if I've gotten that a bit wrong. But the Discord server is still around.
2: You know, I've heard RLC has something of a social media platform built into the game and always wondered why 3 dx Chat didn't opt for it. Then again, as we discussed about external platforms, they can attract players. I love the idea of 3DxLY and no other groups, such as Genesis 3Dx, have similar social media-like functionality on their websites.
0: I found it quite interesting at first because it had blogging features built into it. But apart from some posts I put on there, The majority of the other posts in the blog section were sneaker reviews added by random bot accounts.
3: It does sound like a fun concept. Random bots, not so fun though.
2: I've managed forums before. The bot spam is a real pain to manage.
0: The whole thing looked very professional and pretty legit. There was a real good buzz about it when it launched, but I think that players just didn't quite know what to do with it when it arrived, and it fizzled out from there before literally going up in flames.
2: Yikes, that's a shame. I would have loved to see that.
0: Like I mostly just saw people doing Facebook-style status updates rather than engaging with each other. So I'm not sure that it really built connections between people in the end.
3: When I look at other players' profiles in-game, I get excited when I see links to personal websites dedicated to their photography or builds. Or links to places like their SoundCloud. It would be amazing if there were a social media platform dedicated to all things 3DX, since the users use their imagination to turn this place into something it was never built to be.
2: I would say that Twitter has many perks, but also many drawbacks as censorship is real. I know that Nita Love was locked out of her account at one point and it was a pain for her to recover it. Having a more accepting host would be nice for the player base.
0: Honestly, I'm amazed how much lewd content we all get away with on Twitter. I'm just waiting for the hammer to wipe out the entire community.
2: I agree, Laura. I never expected that to be the case.
0: Generally, the only
1: thing that will bring the wrath of Twitter is having adult content in your profile picture or header.
3: Good to know, Jess.
2: That's a great tip, Jess.
3: Yes, Jess. I learned that the hard way when my account was hit with the banhammer for 48 hours.
2: I seldom post adult content and probably come off as approved for it, but I leave that to the professionals.
3: Yes, you're a real prude Ryan Frost.
2: I'm fine with people believing that. Keeps me out of trouble.
3: I think
1: I got lucky, if I remember rightly. And they just issued me a stern warning and manually changed my header to a blank blue one. Might have been unable to change it for 24 hours too. I can't remember. And you learned your lesson
0: and never produced anything else lewd after that. Right Jess? Well... I never put
1: anything too lewd in my header hun, that's for sure. Cropped my header pictures literally one pixel above my nips. To be honest, I can't even think what
0: your header is off the top of my head, so I'll just take your word for it.
1: My current one is actually a bit more reserved, if you can believe it. I'm not sure I can. I'll probably change it to a summer-themed one soon anyway. I'll lose my fancy blue checkmark for a little while again then, while Twitter's admins make doubly sure it's not too lewd. Oh no, not the blue check mark. Yup. My, I gave more money to a billionaire, badge.
2: I am so getting that check mark soon.
0: Your Twitter audience demands more lewds. I think my biggest takeaway from this episode is that 3DX social media always needs to exist in order to feed the community's need to see Jess's tits.
2: I can't argue with that, Laura.
0: Or birthday BJs.
2: That too rhymes.
0: The girls are popular, I'll say that. I wish my blog links that I post were as popular as your boobs. I mean, that is what my personal social media use is mostly about. Trying to drive traffic to my blog. I get mixed results. I obviously cannot compete with Jess's tits though.
2: Put the link across Jess's boobs. Worth a try.
0: Advertising gold. Over
1: 1,500 people seem to want to see them regularly by following me. So I'll keep giving them what they want.
2: I don't know why people follow me. I have no boobs and I don't post lewd photos. Maybe my account is on the Like One Get One Free program and people get signed up without consent.
3: It's your moobs,
1: Mr. Doesn't Own a Shirt. Perhaps that's a business opportunity for me there. Charge for advertising space on my tits. Could get my
3: 3DX sub paid for.
2: Rhymes, can you pass me my wallet?
3: Only if you buy me the blue check mark for Twitter. Deal. And now
0: this episode is all about Jess's tits. I should be charging her to be the podcast's sponsor with all the publicity her boobs get from it. We're not complaining.
2: Who wants to Photoshop our heads popping out of Jess's cleavage for the cover photo? That's sure to get some attention.
0: Well, I'm going to try to drag it back on topic by trying to think if there have been any other platforms that I'm aware of 3DX players using which are worth mentioning.
3: Instagram, but not that big a following.
0: I've never used Insta. I'm happy to keep it that way. Oh, many years ago, Telegram was popular for a while. Back before Discord took off. Does anyone still use that these days?
1: I think my hubby did still follow the 3DX chat Telegram for updates from them but now they tend to post the same stuff on their Discord channel
0: anyway. Back in the Angels of Desire days, we introduced Telegram for club members as a way to share news and schedules, but I actually think it was a bad move and backfired somewhat. We'd always had a pretty active local chat in the club until then, but that became dead when everyone was connected on Telegram instead. Instead of people having things saved up to say when they were in the club, they would just chat in real time in Telegram instead, so there was nothing left to say when the club opened its doors in the evening.
2: I could see that happening Laura. It happens with group chats as well. Personally, I barely use social media outside of 3DX chat. And even then, Twitter is more than enough for me to keep up with.
3: I keep getting notifications on TikTok for 3DX users too. Have there been any 3DX TikToks yet? Not that I've seen. But that would
0: be hilarious to see. That's another platform that I have no desire to join up to, but it would be fascinating to see how 3DX stuff could be used on there.
2: I'm all for 3DX chat-based TikToks. I'm curious what people would come up with.
0: It's got to happen sooner or later, surely. As we've already established, if the 3DX community loves one thing, it is drama. But if they love two things, the
3: other one is to be super creative, so I think it will happen eventually. As 3DX students, 3DX Hospital, all my 3DX children? I can see the soap operas now.
2: One of my goals was to produce a TV series based on 3DX chat. The year is still early.
0: Well, if I can do a podcast, there's no reason why a TV series couldn't be possible.
3: Because we're all a lively bunch of perverts.
0: I did quite like the news-themed porn series that BBC Royal did. That was fun.
2: It's been in discussion for some time now. And definitely a comedy. Sometimes people take things entirely too serious, and it's always nice to have a comedic perspective. Cardinal Copia and I have kicked around ideas, but haven't written scripts yet.
0: Along similar lines, I've always dreamed of making a dating simulator style game based on 3DX. It would give my followers a rare chance to romance me, and maybe even get lucky at the end of the night. I have too many other things keeping me busy, though, so I think that one will sit forever on the back burner. But it's always there, nagging away in the back of my mind, so maybe one day. You and
3: Ryan have a lot in common, Laura.
2: Funny you mention that, because it's kind of what brought me to 3DX Chat. I was creating a dating simulator game when a friend from a game design forum suggested 3DX Chat. I was skeptical at first, because the game trailer didn't quite align with his description of the community, but obviously I overcame that. Somehow, Recently I've considered making a dating app of sorts for players. I thought that would be really fun to play around with.
3: Or we could try speed dating again.
2: Yes. That was a very fun event with DJ Kale. I think it's a bit challenging to organize, but I'm sure there is a better way to streamline the process.
3: We'll think about it. Two coconuts are better
1: than one. I have two coconuts right here. Oh wait,
0: you were on about heads. Did you see the survival horror game-style trailer that someone posted recently? Sorry, I forget who it was, but that was really well done with a Silent Hill-type vibe.
2: Survival horror is my jam. I've been a long-time fan of games like Resident Evil, Silent Hill, and the more cinematic-driven games like Until Dawn. But, no, I'm not sure which trailer you're referencing.
0: I love Until Dawn and, more recently The Quarry. Those are so much fun. And Resident Evil is my all-time favorite franchise. So that trailer totally spoke to me. I'll have to try to find it for you. Ah, I think it was posted by the flaunt Twitter account.
2: I purchased the quarry but haven't had time to play it yet. I hear great things. Oh, Alan Wake is really good as well. Resident Evil lost me with some of their games and I'm not a fan of the first-person style for them, but the remake of RE2 and RE3 I've played to death.
1: You should do a video game episode of this podcast Laura. Get us on to chat about games.
0: Okay, this is a rabbit hole I could very easily get lost down, and I know that Jess should have left by now, so I think the only way to get rid of her is if we start wrapping things up. Then I can kick her out. Any final words of wisdom or insightful thoughts any of you would like to share?
2: In light of recent events, I'd like to remind everyone that 3 dx Chat is a shared community with a wide range of interests. It's important to respect those differences. There aren't many options for social games with adult content, so it's important that we make this virtual world a good one. And for God's sake, stop gossiping and slandering each other. No one likes to be cut down, especially behind their back. If you don't want it done to you, don't do it to someone else. Stay positive, have fun, and keep creating. Thank you Laura for having me on the show, this has been fun.
0: Yeah, I'd like to echo that. Social media gives us all a platform to have a voice, and we should use it to celebrate all the great things that happen in the community and not to be toxic to each other. We all come from different backgrounds, with different life experiences and values. So we won't all agree on everything, but we can be respectful nonetheless. As someone who has been
1: using social media to augment her experience on 3DX for many years now, I'd say to those looking to get involved in 3DX Twitter, or the many Discord communities, just do it. It adds a whole other dimension to the 3DX experience. There are so many creative people out there that use these platforms to share their content, no matter what form that takes. And it might even inspire you to give content creation a try yourself. Just as a popular Tumblr girl called Laura TWK inspired me all those years ago. And now I'm a guest
3: on her podcast talking about my famous tits. Thank you so much Laura for having us. It's been really fun getting to hang out and discuss communities and social platforms that cater to 3DX. Thank you Jess for letting us oh your goodies. That is a great reminder by Ryan and one that definitely needs to be shared more often.
2: Oh, right. Long live Jess's tits.
1: Totally not shaking my boobies side to side in the podcast studio right now.
2: Totally not looking for an OnlyFans of that video right now.
1: And we're back to Jess's tits again. The 3DX universal constant. And that's my cue to
0: steal back Ryan's wallet.
2: But I need two blue check marks. One for each of Jess's tits.
0: Okay, if you have any accounts that you would like to plug, be it on OnlyFans or anywhere else, now's your chance. Thank you to Laura for
1: inviting me on yet again. And thanks to both Ryan and Rhymes for being great fellow guests. As always you can find pictures of my tits and the rest of my naughty self on my Twitter at sexyjessica3d.
2: Mine is at ryanfrost3dx. And thank you Jess. Happy to have shared this cast with you fine folk.
3: Thank you so much Jess and Lorigan. It's been an absolute pleasure. This is Rhymes and Ryan Frost. You can catch us Wednesday nights at 7pm EST at Frostverse. My Twitter is at RhymesXOXO and there is also a Frostverse account which is at Frostverse Club.
2: We can tell which one of us pays more attention to advertising.
3: And which one of us is the mouthpiece. There is also a link to our Discord server which is discord.gg Frostverse.
2: I'll just sit here and look pretty.
3: A massive
0: thank you to my guests for joining me today. We'll be back again in two weeks to discuss something that I've been wanting to cover for a long time, and that is mental health and how we can manage it in these sorts of online communities. I think this will be especially relevant in light of all the bullying revelations that have been coming out of late. So, to close out today's show, I think the best way to sum things up is to quote one of the most profoundly wise films ever made. As Bill and Ted once said Be excellent to one another. And party
1: on dudes. Bye bye.
2: Whoa!
1: Aloha hui ho!